Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. From our reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us. I love rules. I don't always follow the rules. A mentor of mine once told me, if you must break a rule, know the rule you are breaking and why you must break it. But 99 times out of 100, I appreciate following the rules. I like guardrails. I like guidelines and best practices. I like tradition. That's why I love being an Episcopalian. We have books and books and books that are all filled with rules. And they tell us, especially those of us in these weird, silly clothes, what to do and what to say and where to stand. When someone kindly says, nice service to me at the door, I usually reply, thank you, it's all in the book. I also love to cook, but I need a recipe. I can't just whip something up. People who just throw a few things together and create something delicious drive me bonkers with jealousy. I need steps and temperatures and measurements seasoning something to taste, or baking something until it's done makes me twitch. <laughs> For these reasons, I was delighted to read an article last week about Chuck Jones, the legendary Warner Brothers cartoonist who created Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Foghorn Leghorn, and so many other memorable characters. He also created the Roadrunner, and Wiley Coyote. And for that particular series, he had nine rules. Now, that might seem odd for an artist to restrict himself, but from that foundation, he was able to create so much joy and silliness. So here are Chuck Jones's rules for Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote cartoons. The roadrunner cannot harm the coyote except by going beep, beep. No outside force can harm the coyote, only his own ineptitude or the failure of Acme products. 
The coyote could stop any time if he were not a fanatic. No dialogue ever except beep, beep. The roadrunner must stay on the road. Otherwise, logically, he would not be called roadrunner. All action must be confined to the natural environment of the two characters, the Southwest American desert. All tools, weapons, or mechanical conveniences must be obtained from the Acme Corporation. Whenever possible, make gravity the coyote's greatest enemy. And last but not least, the coyote is, more, is always more humiliated than harmed by his failures. Excellent rules and an excellent foundation on which so much was built. Here's another example of rule following from further back in history. Martin Luther, the 16th century German monk, priest and scholar, who began a minor historical event called the Protestant Reformation, maybe you've heard of it. He knew something about the rules. In fact, he was consumed by the theological version of the rules known as works righteousness. He painfully believed that humanity had to earn their salvation through good works, and any sin reduced one's chance for salvation. Legend has it that Luther would often throw himself into thorn bushes as punishment for the smallest sin. According to one Luther scholar, he described this period of life as one of deep spiritual despair. Luther said, I lost touch with Christ the Savior and Comforter and made him the jailer and hangman of my poor soul. That is until one day when he opened up his Bible and read today's epistle from Paul. Since we are justified by faith, not works, but faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The pain and anguish and guilt melted away, and the rest, as they say, is history. Now, don't get me wrong. Rules are important, and good works are still important. Our work with stew pots and our daily bread and so many others are vitally important to the mission of God here at the Chapel of the Cross. And there is truth in the words from another epistle, the letter to James, who said, faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. But we must not be ruled by the rules. And we shouldn't feel enslaved or ensnared by works. We do not earn anything. All is gift from a very loving God. Rules are a good foundation, but they do not delight the heart of God. Today is Father's Day. Happy day to my fellow dads. And I know that I preached about my kids last week, but they're out of town. And on this occasion, forgive me if I will do so again. When they were born, I was so anxious that I really appreciated the rules Support the head until they build up enough strength to hold it up on their own. Put them on their back to sleep. Encourage tummy time during play. Don't feed them Cheetos for breakfast. But as a dad, while I appreciate those rules, 
What I remember, what I cherish, is not that I was a rule follower, but the snuggles and the stories and the games and the laughter. Following the rules made that happen, but they aren't what we celebrate this day. Today is also Trinity Sunday, or the one feast on the church calendar that celebrates a theological concept, a day when we remember our central understanding of God, the one God in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The core of the Trinity, these three are in profound, purposeful, and personal relationship with one another. Father, Son, and Spirit are constantly interweaving and meshing like a Celtic knot. And they are very much three, but even more so one. And out of that relationship, out of that profound love within the Trinity, creation happened. Humanity was envisioned. Christ was sent, and the Holy Spirit mediates. And so we, as creatures created from the love of the Trinitarian God and made in the image of the Trinitarian God, we are called in our daily life to emulate that nature of the Trinity. We were made and meant to be in similar relationship with one another and with God. And such relationship is not easy. Rules are easy, but relationship is difficult and complex. Relationship is like cooking. It can be delicious and life-giving, but it also can be messy and all over the place. Relationship is about, to paraphrase Paul, sharing and suffering and endurance and character and hope. And that can be difficult, but it is also, quite simply, why we are and for what we are made. Rules don't give you that. Rules provide a foundation, but they don't define us. Therefore, we are called to a Trinitarian approach to the world. Rules provide the floor on which we dance with the Trinity and those we love. And when we do that, we can find a new sense of wholeness, awareness, freedom, and connection. As much as we love the rules... Celebrate relationship this day. Celebrate the Trinity. I pray that all of us may know the love of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.